Welcome everyone to the new and improved No Notes podcast. There's three of us now, not even just the two. Uh, There's myself, Sam, and the two known guests, Matthew and Charles. So, yes. Hello, I'm Matthew Breckenridge, (laughs) as you can see. Just kidding. You know know who I am. I'm H double. I was looking up at the teams list, though. I see two Matt Breckenridges on Zoom with us. Hey, we, we don't got to talk about that. It's all right. It's all good. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, I guess if you want to go by Matt now, then that, that would be fine by me. But no, I, I'm H-double. Uh, Charles, as everyone hopefully remembers. And Yeah, everyone said my name like 17,000 times already, so... It's Matty B, Matt, whatever. Happy to be back. It's been a long break, but I think we got some good stuff in the works. So can't really complain too much with what's going on. So yeah, it, it has been a long while. Um Matt and Charles came into a little cave like Aaron Rodgers and decided that they need a third guest on. <laughs> yeah, third person <laughs> speaking with them. So that was my we took a, a six-month uh, darkness retreat. Yeah, yeah. A little more than four days. Darkness retreat. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is taking a, a notes out of the no notes playbook. He's doing the same, making his long way decision. But no, my name is Sam. I am the third member on No Notes. I've known Charles yeah. and Matt for a while since at least at least junior of high school. I think I've known Matt since yes. sophomore year. But it's or freshman year. It was I think year. I think because I it was Martin knew you first and me and Martin were friends since like seventh grade. So mm. I want to say it was earlier for all of us. I want to say freshman year. So yeah, it's it's been a while. Um, I definitely would have known both of you guys even sooner if I didn't go to private middle school. But that that's this as a topic <laughs> yeah um no i i think no notes will be great um i'm glad to be on here i'm glad to host yeah most of the time and yeah but i think it'll be fun yeah so i brought up the idea to matt because obviously we hadn't uploaded an episode and it's been six months now pretty much so you know for me personally uh, with matt and matt and i agreed when we talked about it uh, we we needed someone, as you can see by their choice of pillow in the background, we needed someone with opinions and, and different views of sports to really contradict Matt and I uh, to bring a little bit more more flame to the, the fire because Matt and I are very similar on a lot of topics and we just kind of agreed on everything we would talk about, which that's not a bad thing per se, but having a little bit of different opinion and, and Sam, you know, he's someone who I thought of to, to add to the team because I know him and I can definitely have some arguments that can be really funny um, and can, you know, be a little bit uh, heated at times, which isn't the whole goal of adding Sam, but I think that would be a little more fun to just have a little bit more spice in it. But having a different opinion just in general and having a, a third person, because Matt and I also noticed when we had extra people with us, whether that was a guest interview or having a third host, because we did that a couple of times, we just noticed the episode had a lot more better of a flow because we're not really sure what that third person was going to say. And with Sam, that's kind of how we felt because we really don't know what Sam is going to bring for different topics we talk about. And that was the main uh, drawing interest for me to bring him on. Obviously we've known him for a long time and he was my former roommate. He's actually, you've been on an episode. You're on one of the first episodes of no yeah. notes. Summon yeah. in for Matt. If people remember that shout out. But yeah, it just felt like a good fit. We wanted to add a, a third person and could be more on the way, but we're not going to say anything right now. But yeah, that's that's what I have to say about it. So excited that Sam's on and he seems ready to go. So I'm excited, to be honest. So yeah, you know, I'm very excited, too. Um, I remember the the uh, episode that I co-hosted on. Um, it was sometime last summer, I believe. But no, it was a lot of fun. Um, I love the vibe, the whole podcast setting. So I'm happy to be on for full time you're happy i'm happy okay yeah i'd be pretty bad if i was not happy but you're I, happy you're ready to bring the bring I'm, that I'm, fire i'm ready to bring that fire definitely well i'll, I'll be the ice okay so. you'll be the fire i'll be the i'll, fire I'll extinguish you yeah 
Matt is the. I'll unleash on you. <laughs> you'll unleash on me. Yeah, I'll unleash on you. Matt is the. Uh, the poison. We can call. Sure. It. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really get understand that one, but hey, I I can really think about like, dude. I can't really think of like a good like opposite to fire and ice because those are two pretty well bonded things. I didn't, I didn't think of like a third choice for that. Oh, why don't why don't we just be like freaking Avatar do the four nations, bro? Oh yeah. Well, I was also thinking in my head, well, I could switch to water and Matt could be grass. We could be the starter Pokemon's types, you know? Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, so, could, that would... means Sam would torch Matt though. Yeah, but true. Matt would crush me, and then yeah, I would we crush could Sam. Have, we could all have our own little like uh, super effective types. We can see. I know. I know Matt would want to be water because he he loves his Kyogre, but. Um, I'd be like subtile, so I'm okay with that. Okay, okay, yeah. We're like, good then. You like Kyogre? I would not have guessed you as a Kyogre. Yeah, bro. I'm a Kyogre boy. That's we were playing. Dude. Yeah, we were playing Pogo, and there was you know a couple years ago, and we're all playing, and there was the a lot of legendary raids going on, and Kyogre was one of them. Matt was super hyped, and he would join our raids from with remote passes, you know, that good uh, stuff. He yeah. join our raids. I do remember back <laughs> And he would let us know if he caught it or not. And there were a couple, oh, I didn't catch him, the sad faces that he'd send me. But, you know, that happens. That's fun. <laughs> hey, but I did catch um, the, what's it called? The shiny Rayquaza, though. Oh, so, yeah. I, yeah. I was so pissed after that whole summer. I got, like, a ton of Rayquazas and everything else, but I never got a shiny. I never got a shiny <laughs> Rayquaza, so I have to go back. I should just, I should just sell my account for, like, 100 bucks just because of the shiny Rayquaza. You should. I I couldn't say I can't say I would buy it, but I'm sure someone would. I've talked about that okay, with Kevin. Same. I've talked about that with Kevin a little bit. He had a shiny me too. So yeah, I feel like that's might be the top one. Not gonna that's lie. like every other conversation that you guys have when you talk about Pogo, you'd be like, how much are these post Tiny Me Too's worth? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, what's uh do you have anything you want to say, Matt, about having Sam on? Do you want to do a quick uh your your thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, like Sam said, Charles and I went into our Aaron Rodgers cave mode before it was cool, and um, we just decided that this is the direction our podcast should go, and we have some cool things lined up, we, we believe, you know, for now and future reference. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited with what's going on and excited to start the new stuff so yeah we've been we've been working uh for a couple we've had a couple meetings now since back in february when we started so we've been mm-hmm. brainstorming about this taking our time with this and so we do have some things planned and we're taking it we're definitely trying to make it a little bit more of a, a business type having a structure to it because matt and i didn't really have that um so we're, we're trying to plan things out a lot more hoping to bring better quality of episodes um Sports is still the, the main niche, so that's not going to change. But we're gonna we're gonna try and mix up a little more. It's not gonna be just sports, you know. We gotta. It's like a smoothie. Like the the milk, you know, the main liquid is sports, but you gotta add some bananas. You gotta add some strawberries. You gotta add some protein powder, some spinach. You know, you gotta add a little bit of other stuff. I, I see you down there. Cereal. Yeah, I like huh? that you compare that to making a smoothie. Yeah, making a smoothie. Oh, smoothie. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. smoothie. Doing cereal. I was like, yeah, holy. No, 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 I was no, like, no. what? I mean, I, anything like that could work, though. Like any food, just replace like a Not spinach and cereal. That's disgusting. No, that, that's gross. In a smoothie, you don't even taste it. So it's just extra yeah. nutrients. No, no, no. Yeah, no, that yeah. makes sense. I thought you said cereal. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, mm. no. The milk of the smoothie is still sports. So that's that's going to be there. But we're going we're gonna to blend some other things in there. Okay, uh, the milk, the milk of the smoothie that is no notes is still sports. It's still sports, yes. Thank don't, you. Don't you worry about it, audience. The milk <laughs> of the is still sports. Yeah, and I, I don't think, I mean, besides having potential, you know, having other aspects of the podcast be just sports, there's not too much that's going to necessarily change in the format of how we we make these episodes. We're still going to have. Topics. We're going to have it be a little bit more. We each are picking topics. So it's you know, a little more freedom for us on what we want to talk about and all. But there's not too much else that's necessarily changing besides the new ideas we have. It's going to be still us just talking 
uh, kind of like how Matt and I did. It's just right, an extra person. So it'll lead to, to more different conversations, um, I would say. But I, I don't think the outlook is going to be too, too much different um, from what it was originally, I would say. I mean, it's, there's, there's differences for sure, but overall, it's not too different. Mm. Um, if you guys would agree with that, I, I think that's, I think that's, is what we're, yeah we're saying. Yeah. Um, so don't expect anything like a, a huge major, uh, change of any sort necessarily. So, yep. I think, uh, anything, uh, yeah, Sam, what should, uh, what should, uh, our audience expect from you? Ooh, what, what do you, uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself and like what you think you're going to bring to, to yeah. the notes. Yeah. So a little bit more about myself. Um, I like to be very creative in a lot of things that I do. Um, I like to keep an open mind, which is very good for making arguments. A lot of people like to, a lot of friends like to roast me and make arguments, but I don't take anything first. Yeah. Charles. Wait, wait, real quick. Man. I just did that last night on in Mario party. That's true. We, we did play Mario party. <laughs> this made fun of you. <laughs> a lot of trash talk was said. Hey, Hey, can I get a quick zero for saying one stars last <laughs> well, night? I'm I'm usually one to give back said trash talk, but I like think I'm pretty good at Mario Party, but I did suck last night. And you keep going. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just Charles to Charles that. did Charles did beat me down last night. I'll give him that. But I, I do like to I do like to have fun arguments. Um Charles and Matt are both uh ones to like to throw throw the heat back at me, which is great. <laughs> It'll make for some good conversations in the future. I know of it. Um, but yeah, I'm very excited to have some debates in the future, including now. Um, yeah, one of the strong suits, I love sports. Obviously, that's part of the reason why I'm here right now. Um, part of the love for sports is uh, for baseball. I'm a huge baseball fan. Um, that actually transitions into the first topic that I have. Um, I think what our game plan is going to be that we all have main topics that we focus on to argue about. And there's been a lot of sports going on in the sports world in the past six months, past month, especially. But um, I, myself, I've focused a lot on the world baseball classic. I know it's the not, not the most, most popular thing um, with Americans at least, but it's pretty fun to watch. Um, it's basically for the more casual fans, you can kind of think of it as a big baseball tournament between a bunch of different countries. So think of it as um, like the Olympics for baseball, since the Olympics doesn't even host baseball tournaments. But um, I like the World Cup. Yeah, I like, I like yeah. the World Cup. Um, I like basketball too. A lot of most most major other sports, uh, the Olympics hosts. So. Um, yeah, the Olympics hates baseball. No one knows why, but yeah. Oh, well, the MLB, I don't, I don't have an answer. Yeah, you don't, you don't have an answer, but, um, yeah, it's, it's kind of a shame that is put on the back burner, especially with a lot of other sports going on that, uh, a lot of people don't even recognize the world baseball classic or they're not even interested in it. But, um, no, I think it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I know there's also um, March Madness, which is a big, a big sports event, especially with Charles and Matt. That's oh, yeah. going on right now. Um, it's taking a lot of viewership away from the WBC, but oh, uh, Team USA is having a pretty good run this year, and um, I'm very excited to watch and be a part as a big fan. They were pretty shaky at first watching them, but I think they're doing good now, and. They're actually going to play in the semifinals against Cuba tonight. So, oh, that's tonight. Watching, yeah, oh, it's nice. uh, tonight at six p.m. Central, I believe. Ooh, we're getting close. To that. So it's in like fifty minutes. So yeah, pretty much in fifty minutes from the time that we're recording this. But yeah, yeah um, it'll be fun to watch. I'm just happy that Team USA got past Venezuela last night because they were. They did not look very good. Um, they got carried by Trey Turner uh, with a go-ahead grand slam in the eighth inning. That was pretty impressive. But, um, yeah, outside of that, they don't look like the greatest team. They don't look like the team to beat, definitely. But So, um, so real quick, also, before – because uh, about, we're about to jump into your topic, um, I know of. But, yeah, Sam brought up a good point. 
And another reason we of emphasis for us to bring him on was he's very knowledgeable in baseball. And I know Matt knows some baseball. Uh, I think Matt can definitely talk baseball, but I really, I don't think to the level of Sam uh, and I really don't know baseball. And we wanted to bring that aspect to no notes because I've talked about wanting to get into baseball more and having someone like Sam who really enjoys baseball will kind of push me to get more into baseball. Cause I do want to, want to watch it more. And I know they have the, these rule changes with, you know, pictures and stuff <laughs> that they're experimenting with. And we kind of also experimented with that with Matt before we left uh, Matt being a big soccer fan, which obviously I'm not really into soccer. And so Matt tried to bring that more into no notes as well. So we're really trying to diverse the sports because basketball and football was for the most part, what we talked about. And so try just trying to be more diverse and Sam will bring a, an added baseball element mm-hmm. to that. So that was another reason of emphasis. So, but yeah, Sam, you can go ahead and uh, we can jump into the first topic. If, yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and yeah, to add to what you were saying too, um, it's great that we have, we all have our own little specialties as to what sports we like to watch. Obviously we all love to watch like football and basketball, but I probably can't talk about as much basketball as you can, or definitely not as much uh, soccer as Matt can either. So that's great that we can all, bounce off of each other like that and help each other out. But yeah. Yeah. Um, World baseball classic is my topic. I think um, there's, there's a lot to talk about. Definitely. Um, there's a lot that's happened in the past couple of days, the past couple of weeks even, but um, mainly safe to say uh, team USA isn't looking the greatest for now. Um, like I was mentioning, they are about to play in the semifinals against Cuba tonight. Um, I don't think anyone in America has very high hopes for Team USA this year. Um, it's kind of crazy to think about because of how stacked Team USA is compared to other uh, countries, at least, um, to where Team USA has uh, the best players in the MLB right now, and other countries might even have like two or three MLB caliber players, and some might not even scratch the minor leagues. Might not even beat that, but um, yeah, I am just excited that they beat the quarter, that they passed the quarterfinals, and um, yeah. What uh, a <laughs> you left us on a cliff. <laughs> I did. Boy, we the... Boy. Okay, I can take yeah. over. All right, I can give my two cents. Um, I do have to say for Team USA, the pitching. Definitely isn't as good as it could be. I mean, you have players like Max Scherzer, Granke, other pitchers like that who are just focusing on spring training and doing that kind of stuff. Um, and I think that's the weakness, and I think you can see it when they play. I mean, if it gets into, like, you know, a runs battle, yeah, USA, I mean, yeah, Paul Goldschmidt, Arnato, Trey Turner, Mike Trout, I mean, so many people who can rake, you know. Um, but, you know, baseball is a two, two-sided two game. You know, there's hitting and then pitching. And I'd like to say our pitching isn't very good compared to others. Granted, definitely a blessing that the USA lost to Mexico because now they don't have to face Japan in the semis. Um, granted, Cuba did beat Puerto Rico, but I think I'd rather play Cuba than – Japan at this point, you know, um, and so I think I think Team USA like they're not like being as dominant as we think they should be. However, I still do think they have a good chance to win. And I kind of if it's Japan and USA, I think that'd be a good final since we can't get like you know the DR versus USA or any of that kind of stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think that'd be I think that'd be probably the best final. But a rematch, Mexico. USA would be kind of cool too. So I feel like as long as the USA makes it in, I feel like it doesn't matter who comes out of Japan, Mexico. I think people will be more excited for that final than let's say like a Cuba versus one of those two teams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's definitely going to be exciting to watch. I also think Japan is a team to beat. Um, They went undefeated in the pool play. They went 4-0. I think they scored – something ridiculous 38 runs and only give up eight yeah 38 to eight it's crazy meanwhile um 
Team USA, after two games, they allowed 21 runs. So it's, it's kind of scary to look at. Definitely a blessing that they're playing Team Cuba tonight instead of Japan. But, um, yeah, uh, it's crazy to think, too. Um, a lot of Team USA players. So we have some of the best of the best stars, at least this year. But um, there's not a lot of sense of uh, really caring, especially compared to other countries. A lot of other countries like Venezuela, Mexico, Puerto Rico, um, Italy, even uh, even smaller countries, less known for baseball. Um, they've all come out saying all of their players are like they're super happy and passionate to represent their country and playing um, in a World Baseball Classic. It's a sense of pride for them. Um, meanwhile, talking to people with Team USA, a lot of people didn't really even care. A lot of athletes even. Um Compared to 2017, 2017 was the last year that the World Baseball Classic was played. Team USA won, which is great. Wahoo, you know. But, um, yeah, uh, a lot of athletes, a lot of um, USA-born athletes, they didn't really even care about playing the World Baseball Classic. They just saw it as a risk of getting injuries, even though it's played during spring training you would get excused from spring training to play that instead, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like it, there isn't really a lot more risk injury to that, but um, yeah, one of the most, one of the biggest shockers, at least for 2017, um, Mike Trout, one of the best baseball players in the world right now, he actually opted out of playing in the world baseball classic in 2017 because he thought no one in the U S really cared about that tournament. But um, thankfully, there's been a little bit of a change of scenery. There's been a lot of exciting stuff to happen in the tournament this year. Um, I think it's brought a lot more um, excitement into America, at least. Um, a lot of other countries are super excited, as they've always been. But um, thankfully, this year, the least has brought a little bit more uh, passion and drive to actually play in this tournament, which is great to see because... It's always more fun to see when there is a lot better players playing. So it's exciting to watch. Yeah. Should I, should I give my four cents on my two cents? Cause I don't know baseball that well. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, so I guess this, this boils down to my lack of, of baseball uh, to, uh, you know, a degree, because when I look at the team USA lineup, because I have seen it, you know, especially the offseason, there's the, you know, the the hitters and, you know, the who's playing in the field and all that, right? I mean, I look at that lineup and I'm like, holy crap, you know, that's really good. But I feel like I'm just kind of numb to knowing, you know, where like the American team and, and seeing the American team and seeing those players. And I don't actually really know the other teams that well, as you guys have talked about Japan being a real big threat. And so, I know Sam, you had brought up, you know, about how Team USA hasn't been dominant. Like it should be how it looks on paper. And it makes me wonder to myself a little bit, are these other countries, are they maybe a little bit better than we think they are to a degree compared to Team USA? Um, I, I'm just, I don't, I don't have an answer to that. I'm just wondering about that because when I see Team USA, obviously I think dominance and, you know, and I'm looking at their scores and obviously they lost to Mexico by six. Um, they barely beat Venezuela, as you guys were talking about. I remember in the chat yesterday, I was like, USA is about to lose. Obviously, there's that grand slam. Um, and Sam, you had mentioned, you know, why is USA not taking it as serious, you know? Yeah. And it just makes me wonder. And first off, let me just say, I, I can't stand when that stuff happens. Like when, for example, maybe Purdue, when teams that are way more favored, just like don't maybe not, I you don't know for sure, but they don't maybe give as much um, care effort because they were like oh it's easy that stuff definitely upsets me i don't know if that's team usa if that's what they're going through or not you you brought that question sam like why don't they care as much mm -hmm. um i just wonder like i said if it's you know the countries are going up against maybe that we're disrespecting them a little more maybe they're better than we, we think um either or i i really like your how you're trying to spread more passion and awareness to the the wbc because i didn't even know it existed until the, the lineup was announced i didn't know it was a thing and I feel like most Americans, like you said, probably didn't know that unless you're oh, a big yeah. baseball fan. But oh, as we yeah. know, 
baseball popularity in America is way lower because of football and even basketball, especially as you said, March Madness going on right now. Um, mm-hmm. So I really, I really appreciate you trying to stand up, you know, for, for America's game baseball more. And so I really like that passion from you. Um, I'm definitely rooting for team USA though. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's really all I have to say about it. I haven't obviously watched too much uh, or I haven't watched it at all. So that's, uh, that's my thoughts on it, but it does make me wonder about, you know, why they maybe are struggling a little more than we thought. And obviously Matt said pitching uh, mm-hmm. is a concern and a lot of the good pitchers aren't even competing, which you Sam alluded to the fact that like not many American born players want to play in the WBC. Um, so, yeah, but yeah, that's, those are my thoughts on it. So, yeah. Oh, I can, oh God. I'll give my thoughts real, real quick, Sam, before you give your, well, have you have like the final word before we move on to our other topics, you know, to answer your question, in my personal opinion, and Sam, you can correct me if I'm wrong or if you think it's, you know, not correct. Um, but when I look at it, especially coming from the, you know, March Madness side, right? When you have like that, this, this, like, what's that called? That distinction of like being the best or the reigning champ or, you know, et cetera, right? Every team wants to beat you. But they also realize, you know, we're not supposed to win. So we're just going to do some things that we probably wouldn't because we're playing with like house money. You know, it's like, you know, we're not really supposed to win, but we're going to we're going to try it. I think that's one thing. The second thing, you have a lot of players who are U.S. national, who are, you know, nationality wise, USA, you know, Americans. And so I think sometimes you think, you know what, I don't really want to get hurt, but I'm sure someone else will want to play. And at the end of the day, if you keep having people like that, then you're going to get down to like probably the mid-tier players. Whereas whenever you have like a player who represents Italy or Japan or Cuba, right, there's just not as many people that they get to choose from. And so you can't really say, oh, we'll let this other guy do it because I don't want to. Like you're kind of expected to. And so to me, I think those two things are the reasons why like the USA isn't as good. And the only reason why I say that is because, I mean, when we talk about soccer, right, the USA, we probably would say the USA has the best talent pool out of every single country in the world just because we put in a lot of money in sports, but there's a lot of options, right? And I think that's what goes into like maybe like the baseball or soccer stuff, right? It's, uh, oh, I mean, soccer's different. You want to play for World Cup, but like baseball, right? It's like, eh, I'd rather do spring training. I want to win World Series than go and do WBC. I'll let someone else do it. Whereas if you're, you know, like Shohei Itani, right? You're kind of the main guy for Japan. If you say you're not going to do it, like it's almost like not a choice, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, they even have a, was it Lars Newtbar or whatever it is from the Cardinals, right? Yeah. He was born in the U.S., but he's ancestrally playing for Japan because his mom is Japanese. And so he probably couldn't get on the USA team because he's just, I mean, he's not beating out Mookie Betts. He's not beating out Mike Trout, et cetera, right? But he wants to play. And so he's like, you know, what? I'm going to go to Japan. And he's doing great for them, right? And so I think that passion and kind of that mentality just isn't there for the U.S. But that, that's that's my opinion. I don't know. Sam, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But. Well, um, yeah, it's it's great to see uh, kind of lower level players making a splash a little bit, um, getting some notoriety. It's always great to see with kind of what Charles was saying, a lot of lesser known players is getting more recognition, which is always great to see. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's kind of weird thinking about it, um, how some U- Team USA players, they don't really have the desire to play nor that they really even care to. But um, I'm glad to see at least uh, World Baseball Classic is getting a little bit no- more notoriety. Um, they did plan to play in 2020, but it had to be canceled because of COVID. But um, yeah, compared to 2017, I don't think a lot of audiences really even care to watch it. Um, a lot of players, even not even from Team USA, but like Team Japan, Dominican Republic, um, Puerto Rico, those are a lot of main baseball countries and uh, they all kind of have a big notoriety towards baseball. Um, It's usually always expected for team USA to do really well, just because with what Matt was saying, we put a lot of funding into all of our sports organizations and 
it's crazy to think about because um, teams like Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic, they're just very poor as a country and they don't have a lot of funding to even give out. So it's always shocking to see them be able to play against some of the world's best in terms of baseball, at least. Um, so that's always fun to watch. Um, I guess it just needs to gain more of an audience to casual viewers, more of a mainstream audience. Um, but it still has some of those top sports to beat. And uh, with what was said earlier, baseball has to compete now with uh, sports like football and basketball that are just gaining in popularity uh, in today's age. And baseball is still America's sport, at least, but it's kind of lowering in popularity. And hopefully that'll change in the future. Football in America honestly crushes all the other sports right now, for sure. Definitely. I mean, that once a week on Sundays really, really is the cherry on top. They so. kind of, yeah, they yeah. they pretty much have their own, like, their own entire viewership on Sundays and even on <laughs> Thursdays and Monday nights. It's just all football that you can watch. But, yeah, we ready to move on to our next topic, which is Matt. Matt, yeah. you got the next topic? Yeah, Hello, Matt. Yeah, um, nice topic. I know we're running a little bit low on time because I want to get to Charles because Charles' this topic is a little bit more media. Yeah, Sam, how are we doing on time cool. there? You little time manager. How are we doing over there? We're doing okay. Are we? We're not doing terrible. I am watching the time. I did tell Charles and Matt I would be the time guy for this podcast. I'm looking at the time pretty well as, as long as Matt doesn't. I, I blabbered a little bit too much. But hey, think, hey, it's okay. It happens. <laughs> Yeah, it, it happens. It's, <laughs> First it, it's, it's a passion that came out of me. Yeah, no, no, that's good. No, that's good. Hey, well, you'll get, you'll, it's all right. Yeah, we're just messing with yeah. you. We're messing with you already. Look at that. Yeah. But yeah, you go. Um, yeah, so just my topic was, um, I mean, Charles and I both probably could have chose this one, but I decided to do this one. Um, was March Madness. Um, and Sam suggested we talk a little bit about our brackets, kind of who we like and stuff. But um, I kind of wanted to hear what our overall thoughts of the tournament so far has been, and then each person give one game that they think has been the most fun to watch or that they've enjoyed the most. So for me, I'll go first on that one just because I don't want someone to take mine away. Um, Because I I was listening to this. (laughs) I was was actually um, listening to this game in the car home because I was driving home from Vegas yesterday. Um, But I was listening to the Kansas and Arkansas game. And wow, that that's your game, favorite. Uh, so far, yeah, honestly, because it's just been back and forth. I mean, honestly, when Kansas lose, it's also fun. I mean, Charles and I don't like Kansas. <laughs> um, but, like, it was just, like, good to see just, like, you know, the runs and big shots and there's foul trouble, having to navigate all that. I mean, and then 72-71, I mean, that's close. I mean, granted, but there was buzzer beater, et cetera. But, I mean it was played hard down to the wire. I mean, I wish Kansas had Bill Self as a coach. Yeah. So that way they can say, hey, we we beat them at full strength because there'll be some people that would be like, oh, well, Bill Self wasn't there. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, yeah. for me, it's for me, it's not too much about the coach, but more on the players. I mean, because at that level, I mean, you've played with a coach for now how many seasons or how, how many games now, right? Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, you have to go out and compete. The coaches aren't going out there and playing basketball against each other. You know, it's the men. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite um, one I've, like, listened to, watched so far. Hopefully there's more, but those are definitely, like, that's definitely the one I like the most. I'd be lying if I'd say a Bill Self not coaching had no impact on it. I think it, it had to have a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, I know they lost by one, but – I don't know. I mean, also you can't. It's so it, what's happened has happened. Um, hopefully, uh, uh, smoke alarm is going off a little bit in there. Hopefully, uh, Bill Self. It sounds like he's okay, which is the, the most important thing. So, but I was I was thinking about this um, in the, the the shower last night. The shower thought. I don't know what I, what I've learned is you can't trust defending champs because okay, let's think about it. Kansas, they're out now, right? And then Baylor from 2021 lost in the round of 32 last year to North Carolina. Right. And then before that it was Virginia. And I know the next season it was canceled, but like the year after they were out round one, 2018 was Villanova. 
they made it not too far. Um, 2017, North Carolina, they lost in the round of 32. 2016, Villanova, they lost in the round of 32. Duke, 2015, they lost in the round of 32. So basically, if anyone's out here, and including you guys, whoever wins this year, next year, don't pick them to go far. That's all I've learned. Sweet 16 max. They, they're not going to go further than that. That's all I've learned. So, yeah. It's, just yeah. <laughs> That's definitely what I've, what I've learned, too. Um, obviously, I don't know as much as March Madness uh, is compared to either of you guys, but um, they really got me into uh, filling out brackets for the March Madness. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I've learned that pretty quickly, um, especially with Virginia. Uh, there was that that <laughs> done one in three um, as a top I, four seed. I gotta give them credit though. Like I said, the one time they won, they won it all. The, so like, yeah, the, the know, one time that they did, I don't, I don't, I don't count that against them. Yeah, the one time that they did finally win the round of sixty four, uh, they actually won it all that year. So it's it's definitely um, a very volatile uh, prediction to make. I always yeah. seem to make the wrong picks, but uh, I don't. I think I could do a lot worse. Right, thankfully. What's your favorite game though, Sam? I'll let you go next because I won't I, I'll let you have yours. I'll go last. Okay. Okay. Well, um I haven't followed as many March Madness games live as I as I wanted to watch. Um, I've been watching a lot of world baseball classic games and they've been all over the place as goes for times. But um one game that I got to watch uh, a little bit of thankfully. And it actually turned out to be one of the more fun games in the tournament so far outside of Arkansas and Kansas, because I actually did get to watch some of that too. And that was pretty amazing <laughs> to watch. But um, I actually did get to watch some of the uh, FDU Knights game. Oh, of course. Gotta bring that one up. It is actually super fun to watch. Always love watching an underdog story like this, like Cinderella. Oh, you're really right. no one I don't think anyone even knew the FDU Knights existed. Um, no, I did, but yeah. I mean, oh, Charles, you you oh definitely yeah, I, I know. Charles never forgets, but <laughs> it's, it's something crazy. Like FDU is one of the smallest yeah. one colleges in America. I think you can you can correct me on that, Charles, if I'm wrong. But no, they're small. Yeah, they're small. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But um yeah, no, it's it's just crazy to watch. Um, I love watching Purdue, especially Purdue basketball. Um, I think they have. <laughs> what what makes you say ooh, Charles? Well, Matt has he convinced me last year after uh, they lost to St. Peter's, and I, I joined the Purdue train. Um, it's in full effect right now. That's all I'm saying. Oh yeah, Surf. you guys did have a that's Purdue, the name Purdue. A Purdue chant going on. They they made what like the. They made the elite eight a, a elite, couple, elite, yeah. Elite a couple years they, that was they lost to Virginia and they lost. Honestly, they really shouldn't have lost that game. So yeah, yeah, that was tough. That's it's, their one chance. That's not terrible though. I I was gonna say they made the final four, but elite eight is still acceptable. As you you have a couple cousins that went there, right? Is that why you're a fan? Yeah, that's why I followed. I'm, them. I'm sorry, I had a couple cousins that go, <laughs> but it's okay. I was pretty happy to see Arkansas win at least because. Yeah. Uh, my dad is an Arkansas alum, and he's a oh, nice. so it's awesome. Especially seeing the coach pop off like that is pretty cool. But um, yeah, FDU Knights, baby, I'm excited. All to right, see play round two. Yeah, they play tonight. Yeah, I really hope that they have a performance like they did against Princeton and Mizzou. They crush my team. My team is Mizzou, and. Yeah, they actually crushed them. So hopefully after you just hey, all I'm saying is shout out to these Jersey schools. Mm-hmm. Because crazy. yeah, yeah. And I can't believe it's been three straight years of a 15 seed going to the sweet 16. Like, what is going on here? Yeah. It's can, you, can you explain it, Matt? What's going on here? I mean, I was listening to some different podcasts from people and stuff. Um, I don't really know how many if this like really counts um but when it comes to the transfer portal now i mean if you don't see a lot of guys waiting their turns right because in the transfer portal in past years if you transferred you had to sit out a year right and so it's like okay do i transfer sit out a year and then sit behind someone else again if someone else comes in but now that you can just switch whenever you want to i think it means like hey you know what Maybe I'm not playing right now, but 
I'm going to go to this school and let's make a name for myself, you know? So I think that the, the gulf in talent is shrinking to where that happens. And I mean, like I said, when you're yeah. a 16, 15 seed, you're p- playing with house money. There's no pressure yeah. on you to win. And, and I think, I think pressure is a fact. I mean, when you're in the regular season, you're like, you know what? Like we can win this game. Our goal is to get the March Madness, right? Like that's the goal. But now when you're favored to win something, win a championship, I mean, it's almost maybe a mental thing where you almost nitpick yourself like, oh, freak, I missed a three. Okay, I missed a layup. Instead of saying, it's okay, yeah. we'll get it the next time, right? So I just think there's a lot of that kind of stuff. So I know, uh, honestly, and Matt and I talked about, we didn't even have Purdue going to the next round or the next weekend. I wasn't a fan of Purdue's team, to be honest. I didn't like their team, so – the fact they honestly lost, I'm not like the most shocked, if I'm being honest. But yeah. Uh, anyways, so my 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 March Madness moment from this year has got to be the Furman Virginia game. It's got to be. I mean, I I love the the upsets have been awesome, but like that to me was the definition of March Madness. A wild, you know, they trap and then the you know the uh, Virginia guy throws it, you know, tries to throw a, a hail mary to try and probably potentially win the game, gets picked off at midcourt path. You know, they bring it up. The guy just shoots it the three, nails it, you know, and the announcer goes nuts because they're down two, go up one. I saw that live uh, at work. I was, you know, I was so hyped for like 10 minutes after that. Uh, That to me just defines March Madness even more than an upset because like, I mean, that was still an upset to be fair, but like a game winner like that, to me, I enjoyed that more than watching Purdue lose. Like as a fan, like I did, like seeing a game winner like that, especially how it happened, is more enjoyable than watching Princeton win or Purdue win or lose, you know. Um, so yeah, that's got to be my moment. That was that was awesome. Um, I'm sad for him and lost because I love their purple jerseys, which is why I picked them to win that game. Um, I like I, I would I want to play for Furman just for the purple jerseys. If I'm being coach, honest. Um, so, but yeah, that was that was that was awesome. So super super cool moment. It's really cool to see that that highlight from Furman, um, especially when the clock was winding down, like Charles was saying. Furman was down two, and they had a clutch three. Just with, I, Off a turnover, too, I, when Virginia yeah. didn't really have to, to do that. You know? yeah, I think they had a timeout, and nonetheless could have called that. Yeah. I Arkansas, Arkansas learned from their mistake and actually respond to the ball um, after Kansas. Wait, what did Arkansas do? What's him? Uh, at the end – at the ending during the uh, Arkansas Kansas game, they actually held on to the ball and didn't throw a Mary and give a turnover away. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, Virginia didn't really do a Hail Mary. The guy just, what I think happened is, I think he saw a white jersey down there and didn't see a purple one and just hucked it. I, I just because, think he thought he could if you huck it, Because if you huck it up in the air, right, I mean, you have to wait for it to come down. It's not like it's illegal to do that. And so – I think he just saw oh white jersey, threw it. You know, I just think but he thought he could outthrow that, him because that guy. That's just what I think. I just thought he could outthrow well, him. Well, yeah. Well, it's just kind of weird because that guy who did that, who did the turnover, he was the one who made the clutch pass to Virginia that helped them win in twenty eighteen. Yeah, against Purdue. So, yeah. So yeah, it's just Purdue. kind of <laughs> like, you know. Hopefully he's not remembered as that guy. I mean, he probably will be because you he know he should. He won know, a championship. Upset, he, he but, Clark. He was Virginia. He won that championship his freshman year. So yeah. yeah so still, I, I can't believe he did that. One. I can't believe he did that. He's been like the most steady point guard. At, you know, five fifth year guy. Like a real, you know, he's been there for so long. Virginia is a, you know, don't turn it over often. I can't believe he thought to do that. To be honest, mm-hmm. yeah. call the timeout if you have to. Right. It's it's sad to watch. It was sad to watch. I don't know if you guys caught this, but one of the announcers, when he threw it, and, you know, Kevin Harlan was on the call, but the other announcer was like, oh, you didn't have to do that. Did you guys hear that uh, when watching? Yeah. That, like, <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Um, do you want to take a peek at our brackets real quick? Uh, um, I, don't, I don't think we have to. I mean, mine's I think, pretty bad. We should yeah, mine, mine's pretty bad, too. So mine's terrible. But, okay, just give me just give me so far what are two teams that you really liked and think – if you could fill out your bracket now, who would you do far? Um, 
Honestly, I wish I had kept uh, my original bracket of having Texas going far because I like Texas a lot. I don't know. I changed it for some reason. I thought AM would beat them and then AM didn't even win. Uh, so I like Texas a lot. And honestly, I'm a big fan of Miami. I know they haven't played yet, but I really like Miami too. I've been saying that for a while. Um, but I'll go, I'll give you a higher seed. Let's go with. Hmm. Honestly, not. I like San Diego State a lot too. They're like they look good. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Texas and San Diego State. To be honest, so San Diego State reminds me of Houston last year, who I really liked. Uh, that's who they remind mm-hmm. me of, and I. I do think they're gonna. Who do they play next round? Alabama. I think they're gonna beat Alabama. To be honest. I think that'll be a good game, though. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of Houston either. I just didn't think Auburn was that good, to be honest. So, I don't think Houston's going to go. I think Miami will beat Houston if they make it. So that's just my opinion. But yeah, uh, we can definitely talk about it more in future podcasts. I know there's a lot to talk about with March Madness, but we should. Sam's probably... just Sam's just scared to admit he doesn't know what two teams he <laughs> thinks are good. No, I'm just kidding. No, I am. I'll just I get this in. I'll just get this in real quick before we move on to the next topic. I did pick Texas in my bracket, and I'm still sticking by them. And I really, and I really like UConn. I think they're a really good team. So those are my two that I really like. They're playing Saint Mary's right now. Right now, UConn always does seem to clutch up. So and Marquette, those are my three. Those are my three that I've liked since the beginning. Was Marquette, UConn, Texas. I'm glad you at least had an idea because I generally had no clue. (laughs) You told me you had. You told me you had no clue. Look at you out here. You're like, oh, these teams I felt good about. they look how they're doing. Look at me. I was like, yeah, Arizona, they look good. Picked them to win. They're gone round one. So, <laughs> Matt's, got Matt, Matt's, li- Matt's been lying to me behind the scenes. He knew who, all along who he liked. He's got that sweet. He's trying to make me, me feel better. The thing is, my best bracket isn't even in our group that we did. So I'm just like, ugh. Oh, man. Oof. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, I know we, last... need to, we need to move on. So. Yeah, we'll probably talk about March Madness a little more, obviously. Um, yeah, uh, how are we doing on time, Sam? How much time do we have left? Um, if we have any. We about 10 minutes. Five. Okay. All right, well. I don't want it, but uh, um, you've got a big topic. I, know I might, yeah, I might have to keep track of time next time. I'm not going to lie, but. <laughs> are you saying I did a bad job? Yeah, I think you're lying. I think we're already all over, to be honest. But anyways, um. um if we're already, I can take. I can do it next time, bro. I think we already hit forty-five, but that's okay. Oh, we definitely hit forty-five. But yeah, well, that was the goal. For, oh. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> he did say forty-five to an hour. So no, 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 no. I didn't say that. Hey, it's okay. It's the first episode. You know, it's okay. We'll get better. <laughs> I, I will still All side right. by Charles saying forty-five minutes to an hour. That's a lot. That's I'm not technically wrong. I yeah. never said that. No, that's um, really wrong. That. Just all right. Yet. All right. Anyways, we're burning more time right now as we are yeah. time. Um. Yeah. So my topic is: we've hit baseball, we've hit March Madness, and now we got to hit the other big sports news in America. I'd say right now, NFL free agency obviously has had some sparks for sure. Um, there's one, one thing about free agency though, that's, you know, kind of going under the, being swept under the rug, but should it really be Lamar Jackson, my quarterback as of right now, that's tentative to say the least, um, Lamar obviously can't come to a deal with the Ravens. Uh, it's been looking like this for a while. He, Got the non-exclusive franchise tag. I'm sure everyone knows that by now. But you know what that means? He's out there for a team to get, and yet no team has really come forward for a 26-year-old former NFL MVP at the most important position in the game. What's why? What's going on here? So obviously you guys remember, we're going to jump into that, but I, I gave you guys a couple prompts. Um to think about, I'll go first. Uh, how do I think about the Ravens' treatment of Lamar? Um, yeah, not a fan at all. Uh, he's our whole offense, and like, if we don't have him, what are we gonna do? He's one. He's one MVP for us. He's given us everything he has, but basically, we're telling him 
we don't believe in you long term. It just, it's, I don't know. I, I just don't have good vibes. It's kind of hard to continue to be a Ravens fan seeing this kind of treatment. I know it's like, you got to do what's best for the team. And a lot of people are like, we can't pay him what he wants because we're going to be cap strapped, you know? So I don't know. I it, I don't like the Ravens treatment of Lamar. So I just want to hear you guys' thoughts on that. Uh, Sammy, go first. It's, it's definitely been a messy breakout with Lamar. Um, and it is kind of weird. With the fact that the two uh, big quarterbacks, um, Lamar and Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is the guy at the beginning of all the attention, yet he is uh-huh. years older than Lamar. It's kind of crazy. The dude is about to turn 40, and he has more offers than 26 year old guy. Probably hasn't even had time yet. And like yeah. Charles said, he got an MVP, he's done everything for the Ravens. And um, as a Chiefs fan, uh, I, I try not to be as biased as I can, but um, the, I think the Ravens are being fairly smart with uh, with how they're dealing with Lamar's contract. Um, obviously, they don't think it's a, a good idea to stick with him long term. I'm still not convinced. Charles will know better because he probably follows Lamar a lot more than I do. But I do. I'm still not convinced with his entire tool set outside of just running. Um, you can kind of compare him to as an elite whoa, running back, whoa. but with with elite whoa. running backs, with elite running backs, um, most only have a prime year age to about maybe four or five years. Um, Zeke is a good example. He blew up in 2016. <laughs> he is absolute garbage this year, and even last year, um, he's only had four years of actually being a really solid running back and compared to Lamar too. Yes. He did win an MVP as a quarterback, which is great and all, you know, what? Okay. Um, don't think it's going to happen anytime. Okay, soon. I got, I got, I got, but real quick, Sam, you just, I, I'm going to say that because we don't have time. You, you but... gotta, you gotta let Sam do his piece and then yeah. don't worry. He's, he's real. Let me just say Lamar can throw a football as well as I can. I mean, I did throw four. Nah, touchdowns. we know, we know. Sam's just I did Sam's throw, reaching. Sam I did throw reaching. four touchdowns last time we played. And <laughs> I can't remember a game that Lamar has thrown four touchdowns. Um, I can remember a last time Lamar has thrown four picks, but not four touchdowns. I'll just say that. Here, I, I, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna jump into this today. But you definitely just open up a can of worms, uh, saying you don't believe in Lamar. But well, that could be another day. That's oh, I know saying. I did. Uh, I, I really try to not start a giant fire because we don't have a lot of time today. But um, I've, I have a lot of strong words to say about a guy oh. like Lamar. Okay. I can um I can give my two cents. Um, I just want to say I have a differing opinion from Sam. I also am not going to compare Lamar Jackson to Ezekiel Elliott because they're two different players. Right. If Lamar was running back. Will he have a shelf life for four to five years? Yes, because he's a quarterback. Does it triple that? Yes, because he's not supposed to get hit. So besides that point, and is Lamar Jackson still better running back than Zico Elliott? Of course. But he can also throw the ball, unlike Sam. Anyways. I can throw the ball. What? <laughs> I can uh, Sam, throw the ball. Anyways, if it was if I was the Ravens, if I was in this position, I wouldn't do the non-exclusive tag. I would have franchise tagged him so that way at least you get, you know, yeah. it's a little bit more locked down. I do feel like they have maybe disrespected him a little bit. However, I do agree with Sam and I can see his point. You know, if you think that, you know, he's not the best quarterback in accuracy, all that kind of stuff, and you can't see yourself winning with him, why would you put your cap space or that franchise in that much? Yeah, like stranglehold pretty much. So I do see Sam's point. Um, and I totally get it from yeah, a business perspective. Definitely. Like they are doing what they think is best, and I can understand that. I mean, seeing Patrick Mahomes get five hundred million for ten years, I mean, you kind of get locked in. I mean, granted, Patrick Mahomes was very nice to see this offseason said, Hey, I'll let's restructure my contact and give me a uh, a roster bonus or signing bonus, you know, as mm-hmm. they always do. A guarantee um, to free up cash. Yeah, exactly, exactly right. 
Um, but if it was me and I was a GM and I had a quarterback like Lamar, Lamar hasn't had a true number one receiver. It's always been hodgepodge. I would love to see him. Uh, I would love – if it was me, a GM, I would love to see him with like a DeAndre Hopkins or an Amari Cooper or um, a Devontae Adams for a year to see if that changes his numbers. If it doesn't, then I'd be very hesitant to give him that money. But if all of a sudden he becomes just even that much more dynamic – yeah then he's worth it. So so to me I feel like I feel like that's why also teams aren't very um willing to maybe part and try to go after him is because one, how much it's gonna cost and two, do they have are the teams that need a quarterback, do they have those wide receivers in place? Probably not, right? I, I do think Lamar is okay, so obviously we all know what threw the whole wrench into this is the Deshaun Watson contract, right? And so, obviously, reports are, you know, and there's obviously some truth to it, but Lamar is asking for guaranteed money. And <laughs> obviously, the Ravens don't want to pay him that, as we see. But it seems like other teams don't want to pay him that either. And basically what the Ravens are doing, and this shows you this relationship is really fractured. Um, they put the non-exclusive, so it's like they're giving them way less money, first off, for next year. And a team has to give up two picks for him. So the Ravens are like, all right, someone else can do this for us. And we get two first-round picks if we don't want to uh, sign them. But at the same time, if another team doesn't sign them, the Ravens would be like, hey, we told you so. You're not worth this. Mm -hmm. And what makes it so difficult is Lamar doesn't have an agent. And so the relationship really gets fractured on a personal level because Lamar has to hear all this and take this all in. You know, there's no agent to buffer buffer this between them, right? He hears everything that, that we're saying about why we don't want to pay him. And that makes it so much more difficult to want to, you know, make a long-term relationship if the Ravens don't think he's worth, you know, what he thinks it is. And that just makes it so much more difficult. And it makes me wonder if the teams, if any are real, are kind of scared because they probably think, oh, Lamar's in the wrong, you know. It's not the Ravens, you know, which I don't know if the Ravens are in the wrong, but you know what I mean. Like, they're painting that picture on Lamar kind of in a way. And so it's kind of sad to see no team make a real effort to try and try and get him because I think Lamar can win you Super Bowl. And I think he can throw the ball pretty well, unlike <laughs> Sam. You can't win MVP unless you, you can't throw the ball. That's all I'm that saying. That is true. That is true. I'll give him that. So, um, I, I have a couple more arguments to make about Lamar. He is asking for a ton of money. Yeah. Um, he has had solid weapons in the past, like Mark Andrews last season, the season before. Um, he's one of the best tight ends in the league. Um, the tight end position, Travis Kelsey has definitely shown – it's one of the easiest positions to throw the ball to. They don't really even do much. Granted, Mark Andrews is more of a blocking tight end, but that even if that were to show up, that would free up more uh, opportunities for wide receivers. And I can't imagine wide receivers would be that bad if they're playing in the NFL. So let me just say this as well to go, you know, because he hasn't, you said he's had some weapons, which I can agree with to, uh, the yeah. T, but what's Lamar's regular season? I know playoffs are a little different. What's his record? What's his overall record? Lamar's record. You know what it is? You want, me to, you want me to bring it up for you? I, I'll need you to look that up. I'll need Here, you. I got you. It's pretty good. And, for example, this past season, I know he's obviously had a couple injuries that have ended this season, but that wasn't even running plays. That was on, like, sacks and in the pocket kind of stuff. It wasn't yeah. even like he got ran and got hit. That's true. I will give it to. Oh, you. Remember what happened? They were two games ahead in the division of the Bengals. He gets hurt. They lose the division, right? Right. So Lamar's career record: he's forty-five and sixteen. That is a seventy-three percent win percentage. Which is he wins good. games. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I know he's asking for a lot. I think it's too much. But man, it seems like the Ravens are way, way under what he wants. And I, I don't do get have it. To say, I just don't get it. I do have to say he does have Mark Andrews, but like, who are his wide receivers? Whereas Patrick Mahomes, he had Tyreek for a while until last year. So I'll give you that if you're comparing it to last year only. But if we compare overall, I mean, even last year, I think I'd rather have Boo Boo over like Rashad Bateman. 
when it comes to someone who's a rival. I mean, I mean, someone who's there. I mean, granted, they play different positions, right? Rashad Bateman's kind of more outside, whereas Boo Boo is more of a slot guy. But, you know, I mean, let's be real here. If we compare all the years that Lamar has been in the league with Patrick Mahomes, which is who people compare them to, and Josh Allen, right? Lamar definitely had the worst options out of everyone. I mean, even Josh Allen, he's had Stephon Diggs, now Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, right? I think Lamar would love to have any one of those guys. I mean, plus Mark Andrews, of course. But any one of those guys, plus him. I mean, and then look at down in Miami, you got Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. I'm sure those Dolphins make a playoff run with Lamar compared to Tua. You know, so I just think it really is just I think if it if you have one or two more weapons, that's great. Obviously, health is a concern. He did get hurt last year. But I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, is he asking for a lot of money? Is it too much? In my personal opinion, yes. Should he be maybe about five or ten million lower than what he should be per year? Yes. But at the end of the day, if you win games. I mean, that's what a quarterback's supposed to do for you. So I see both sides. I'm not saying either you're wrong, Sam, or Charles, you're wrong. Obviously, Charles, you're kind of more with your heart because you're a fan, whereas yeah. Sam is more of the business yeah. analytical, you know, yeah. and so well, I see both uh, sides. Yeah. And I think it, that's why this is a, a topic of debate because I think either way is right. You know? I mean, yeah, not even being a Rams fan, I want to see Lamar get more money than we're offering him with another team, to be honest, because I think you can win a Super Bowl with him. Real quick, I know you're talking about lack of weapons. I think it's been more offensive court, offensive game plan. Greg Roman, I'm glad he's gone. Because after the MVP season, which unleashed Lamar, they caught up to him way quick, way too quick, and they could not throw the ball very effectively. The, the pass game wasn't very good. And that's not, I don't think it's Lamar's fault, personally. I thought the play calling was not the best. The scheme was not very good. So a better scheme, passing scheme, I think Lamar can can prove you wrong, Sam. That's all I'm saying. Doesn't have to be on the Ravens, and I don't think it – I don't know, it might be. I don't know. Maybe it seems like I'm going to offer him, so. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, Charles is definitely a lot more passionate about the Ravens, so he makes uh, more in-depth arguments about Lamar. He's definitely a winnable quarterback. Uh, that's that, that, that kind of record that he has um, is definitely a record you cannot uh, look away from. It's really good. But, um, yeah, this makes for a really true and good debate that we all ha- are coming from different perspectives. Um, we'll have to touch on it a lot more on uh, a future podcast. But I know Charles yeah. is trying to get some more stuff out. But we Sam are- knows he's lost. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, no, real quick. Really yeah, I know we're, we're already still over time. I mean, but real quick, where do you guys want to see him go? Ooh. Where, where do you like him at? Where do you like him? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I would have to do. I, I asked. I asked you earlier to think about it. <laughs> he like, did ask you to think about it. Um, personally, Matt, Matt, do your homework. Personally, I would say the Patriots I, I because that that's my team. That's I personal. Hey, I've heard some chatter but, about it. I've heard chatter but, about Lamar I mean, Patriots. But if saying. we're, but if we're thinking of like actual fits that I think would be very interesting. I would love to see the Vikings trade for him. Vikings? That, that would be Whoa. fun. That would be fun. I think – I still think the Vikings are pretty in on Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Adam for, they like, are. I'm just saying – I'm just saying if okay. you could trade, okay. I'm just saying you Whoa. trade Kirk Cousins for Lamar and other stuff. I mean, just because you have Dalvin Cook, yeah. Justin like Jefferson. Like so it. that's it's what good. I would say. That would be a good fit if he could go there. I – I was uh, the teams I was thinking about for a good landing spot for Omar. I was actually thinking of the Patriots too. They've made a lot of big splashes in trades. And like you said, Charles, the, he would actually have a really good weapon this upcoming year. Juju actually signed with the Patriots. Woo, let's go. He's about to have an MVP year, according to you. Two time MVP. According to Matt. <laughs> according to you and Matt. I didn't say anything about well, it. Bro, bro, <laughs> bro, I, didn't say bro I texted Matt when they signed bro, him and I was bro. like, I laughed at him. <laughs> no, Charles said he's bound, he's bound to he's definitely at the age to have another MVP season. He's not bro, I didn't I, I didn't say Juju was good. I just said he's better than what the Ravens have had, which honestly isn't much. <laughs> <laughs> you you did you did uh name drop Juju, so that's who I referenced. For, for me for Lamar. Dolphins is intriguing, but I'm going to go with the Colts. I think the Colts 
have, you know, Same. they've got a decent online and they've got, you know, some weapons, Michael Pittman. And I know, I don't know. I think the Colts could be something to play with. Maybe I like their, um, their new head coach, uh, the Eagles offensive coordinator. You saw yeah. it happen with Jalen Hurts this past year at that yeah. offense. I think Lamar could be a good fit there. So I think uh, Colts, go for him. I mean, honestly, I don't want to be on the Ravens this year. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Yeah, I'm more on the side of the Colts being a team. They have a really good like team outside of the quarterback position. I think they're going to try. They have a high draft pick too. I think they're going to try and make a splash for a good rookie QB. And yeah, either that or they trade for, or they or they could or Lamar. they could trade for one. I've yeah. heard rumors that the Colts are considering it. Who knows how true that is? So, they, bro, they 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 released Matt Ryan. They're not going to re-sign him. It makes me sad. <laughs> I want Matt Ryan to still play in the league. <laughs> uh, maybe the Patriots can use him as a backup. Maybe, but I don't know. I, they've got they've got the they got Mac Jones. I don't know. They got the new dynasty right there. Well, I still Jones think I still think Matt Ryan is starting caliber. I don't want to see him playing backup for some team. No, I don't think he has starting. So I'll, I I'll think he's done. Argue he's done. He's backup at best. <laughs> he, you think he's done? Yeah, he's do. not done. He's still got some juice in him. Um, uh, back as a backup, yeah. As a starter, actually, uh, he still needs to remake his 2016 MVP year. No. But he still actually needs to win the Super Bowl this time. Like he's, said, actually, he's actually, sorry, sorry for interrupting, but he's actually going to win the Super Bowl on the Vikings. Like I said, no, I, I think uh, I think you go back up uh, the new, maybe get a ring with the new Dynasty Patriots with Matt Jones, go quarterback, Juju. I, I think Matt Jones, not. I think Matt Jones is elite. I'm not going to lie to you. I think he's like top five. No. I just think uh, he just had a bad, no offensive coordinator. I, I think he's top five. I don't think the Patriots. Well, I think I think we can save these these thoughts for another podcast where we do overreaction episode. So <laughs> we we do have a lot of thoughts for football. We're all we're all. Oh yeah, we just gotta try and keep it under forty five minutes this time, Sam. We definitely passed forty five minutes. I, I'm pretty sure we passed an hour at this point. I think we're I think we're at like thirty five to be honest. So. Thirty five minutes, according to you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. where do you you were like now we're good and i was like i'm pretty sure we've already hit 45 and you're like no. oh wait yeah and when you asked that when you asked that it just hit 40 okay okay so not too bad anyways yes, not, it could have been a lot worse all right well matt this was an outro i didn't yeah 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 well hopefully everyone liked our segments um if anyone has any comments questions concerns well hopefully we hear them at some point We'll get something set up. Anyways, um, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, we're glad to be back after like six months. We're pretty excited for like the new kind of ideas, podcast, maybe some rebranding coming out just so people know. Um, other, th- other than that, we'd like to thank Sam for um, being on our uh podcast today we've actually been memeing you he's not going to be a host i'm oh, just kidding no we're glad sam is uh one of the new co-hosts yeah. um and we're very thankful for the direction that we're going and it's your guy maddie b what can i say don't forget to subscribe on youtube and also we're on spotify and apple or we should be i honestly don't know i have to check out one that we are on apple still do not worry so make sure make sure to listen or, or subscribe if you want to watch on youtube uh, no notes podcast, which might be changed, as Matt said. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Rebranding. All right. Well, goodbye. Say goodbye, Sam. <laughs> okay. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for hanging out.